to another episode of Extra Credit, a weekly podcast from the National Association of Credit Management, where you can expect to hear from different credit professionals each Friday. We'll help you stay informed about the latest in the B2B credit world. My name is Anna Caroline Caruso, NACM's Editor-in-Chief. On this special Industry Insight episode, I have with me Danny Wheeler, who is AR Solutions Strategy Manager at Blackline, to talk about automating credit and collection functions. Danny, it's so great to have you back with us. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good to be back. Yeah, good to have you. Um, So we were talking a bit about the free money era. With the pandemic free money era officially coming to an end, many of those businesses that are on the margin are starting to struggle. And as a result, corporate bankruptcies are on the rise across the U.S. Commercial Chapter 11 filings increased 105% in May year over year. This underscores the importance of effective collections and getting cash in the door quickly, right? 100%, yeah. So it's all about businesses kind of being more um, proactive, more aware. Uh, Obviously, you know, the cost of borrowing is more now than it was. Therefore, you know, if there's a shortfall or there's a gap, it's it's a harder decision to make to fall back and just go, yeah, we'll borrow some money because then there's the inevitable cost of doing that. So really, it's more about streamlining processes, giving yourself the time to to really kind of look into what your customers are doing and, and when they're doing it so that you can be more proactive, if you like, in, in going after them, ensuring that they're going to make payment for in the, the products, the services that they've taken from you. There are so many different approaches to collections. Um, so what are some of the pillars of an effective collection strategy and how does automation help streamline that collection workflow? You know, from a collection strategy point of view, it's about ensuring that you're doing the right thing at the right time. Um, so there's a whole visibility piece that kind of comes with that. And inevitably, automation helps with that because as the platforms automate the processing and, and, and generate the tasks and the workflow, they're obviously capturing the data then to ensure that the activities that you're doing have have a positive impact. So we see customers generating workflow uh, and events. And then obviously from the cash application side that we talked about last time, they can see when that payment's made. So they can see if the strategies they're putting the customers through result in effective collections. They can also see if they're wasting time on that. So the the, the efficiency piece kind of coming through. So there's, you know, if they go and put them through two stages of, of calls first and then a letter and the payment is triggered by the letter, they can remove the first two stages to do that. So then they kind of build up that whole visibility piece uh, around the customer and, and, and what works best for them so that they can start offering a better customer experience, which then leaves them with a happier customer, more likely to kind of want to work with them and do more with them. The automation piece is one element, but then it's all the kind of the benefits that sit around it really that result in a, in a better outcome. Yeah, definitely. And you you just started touching on it a little bit, but um, you know, as a collection activity is likely to increase with you know the current economic environment, So can automation help lighten the load of credit departments and help redirect their time towards more valuable tasks? 100%, yeah. And and it kind of works in different ways, I guess. So, you know, there's one element of it, which is automation of um, monitoring all the data that comes in. So the credit insurance data, credit reference data, tracking things in the market where where customers are changing, generating actions off the back of it. So you don't have to go monitor all that data. The system will do it for you. And therefore, if things change with your customer, their credit score, for example, generate a task to go and have you call them. 
on the flip side of that, then that's great for the bigger companies and, and let's say the top 20 uh, customers you've got time to deal with. But also then there'll be the smaller accounts that, you know, the debt isn't as big. Therefore, they never become the priority and they never start getting the call where automation can kind of come in and just put them into a proactive workflow where it's automatically generating emails, letters, communications to them that make it feel like they're still being kept in contact with, still being um, chased, if you like, to, to ensure payment, but without the human elements of having to get involved. So you can kind of really use the team to focus on the bigger accounts and the ones that really need the work rather than kind of the smaller ones that need the same attention, but you just don't have enough hours in the, in the day to get to them. So it really kind of from, from both aspects, if you like, helps you keep in touch with the whole customer base without having to physically go and make uh, the call or, or generate the, the communication yourself. And how does Blackline automation specifically link cash application to a more effective collection strategy? So kind of go back to um, what I was saying earlier, really, is that because we can see the payment coming in and we know the AR data, so we know when an invoice has been raised and when it's due and we see the payment coming in and we see when that payment gets applied to the invoice, we can feed all of that back into the collections process to say, you know, we see this customer, they pay at day 32 every month. Therefore, from a collections point of view, don't go and chase them at day 30 as their standard terms. Leave it until day 33. If they haven't paid at that point, have the system generate an action to, to put it into the workflow to go and call them. Likewise, from, on, on the same element, if they start slipping, let's say they're on 45-day terms, they consistently pay you at day 35, and they start slipping to day 38, day 39. They're still in terms, if you like, but they're starting to slip on on what's, what's happened previously. And again, the system can pick that up and identify it. So even though it's not a problem yet, it would indicate a red flag in that they're starting to pay you slower and slower. So at some point in everything, they, they'll probably slip beyond their terms, but you can be proactive in, in kind of getting ahead of that uh, and, and kind of heading that off before it becomes a problem. And then on the flip side, you know, where you are calling customers and getting, and getting promises to pay from them, you can feed that through into the cash application part of the, the process and help inform that. But then likewise, you know, if the payment doesn't get made, the system's going to flag it up and say, look, you've made this promise to pay. They haven't paid yet. You need to go and call them again. And what that means is that the system is doing the work and the monitoring rather than the, the, the person involved. So they just get involved at the last step rather than having to go back and check every day, check through the bank statements, go and ask people, go and use other people's times, which isn't an effective use of their time. They can just have the system automate that process for them and do the work. Some companies have tons and tons of customers. How can credit departments ensure that they are being consistent with their customers? Yeah, good question. And I guess automation plays a big part in that, in that it has no kind of bias or, or knowledge of who it is that it's dealing with. It's all based on what it sees in terms of the data. So, you know, we work with customers and they set collection strategies based on certain thresholds, be it outstanding debt or type of customer or industry that they're working with. And then because the system doesn't see anything beyond that and doesn't have any you know, physical relationship or, or knowledge of that customer, it means that when it's making a decision about you know, someone's overdue, who you need to call them or they need to be moved through to kind of a later stage in the process, it's not doing it based on they've called them before, they've got their friendly with them. So it's treating everyone incredibly fairly in that it's treating everyone in the same the same process based on what it sees. So when you start to bring in the, the human element of that and, and controllers and, and, and 
which is a great part of the AR process in terms of building relationships with customers, but ultimately could have an impact as, you know, if somebody says, oh, can you just give us a couple of extra days to pay you? We're having our own problems. You and I speaking to a customer and having that relationship, we're likely to go, yep, no problem, without considering the bigger impact to the businesses that we're working for. Whereas with the process of the system and the automation piece, it's really saying, look, this is based on what we've seen and that process, and therefore it can generate that communication and, and kind of progress that um, that collections process, if you like, without considering the wider impact. Well, thanks again for such an informative conversation, Danny. I um, I always appreciate it. No problem. And we have an exciting research opportunity that only takes five minutes on the state of AR automation. And all participants will be entered to win a North Face puffer jacket courtesy of Blackline. You can find the survey at nacm.org. And if you are attending Credit Congress this year, you can meet Blackline experts on the Expo floor. That's all for this week's episode of Extra Credit. We'll be back next Friday, but until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn.